Hi, I'm Louisa Ashforth from LA Training Academy, Creating Salon Success, and I'm here today with John Kobe, and he is a business coach, and we're going to talk today, hi John, uh, we're going to talk today about time management and how important it is in your business and your personal life. So um, if you want to just introduce yourself, John, and tell us a little bit, bit more about yourself and what it is that you do, please. Absolutely. Thank you, Louisa. And hello, everybody. So, yeah, my name is John Covey. I am a business coach. Um, I like to kind of classify it a little bit more of a, a high performance coach. So I help you with not just yourself or your strategies, but I help you with um, a full strategy, really. So I help you get out of your own way. I help you have the right systems. I help you with your online marketing. So I really become a partner to people in terms of helping them take their life and their business to the places that, that they really want to go. And I think that where they want to go is probably the, the, the people can tell you what they don't want, but they really struggle to tell you what it is that they do want. So part of my job really is to, is to prod and probe and provoke to, to try and find some real deep, meaningful answers. Okay. Like yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, that is the, it is so true that, isn't it? It's so easy for us to say, well, I don't want this and I don't want that. But then we, it's almost like we're a bit scared to say what we want. Whether it's because fear I believe so. happen or I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe so. I think there's a, I think there's a lot of things there, and I think of it, a lot of it is down to conditioning, and and so part of what I do with not all clients, but some of them, they, they do need a little bit of deconditioning. So we need okay. to be able to take away some of their limiting beliefs, the the stories that they told themselves over 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 the years through whether that's experience or just beliefs that they've 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 been passed on. Yeah, I find that actually, because a lot of the time when I'm speaking to people, or even myself, some of the stuff that you might have been told by your parents, or like regarding, um, I mean, one of my, uh, it's not a favourite one, but it's probably one of my most annoying ones, that when you're self-employed, if you work in loads of hours, which you often do, and you can end up doing, um, if I'm ever yeah. moaning to somebody, uh, or going, oh my gosh, I've worked this many hours today, or I've done this, I've done that, as we can get into that spiral, um, mm -hmm. the, off the common answer is, that's what you do when you're self-employed. And I used to think, yeah. oh, right. And then mm. it started to actually wind me up, because I just thought, hang on a minute, when were you self-employed? And it's often people who <laughs> aren't self-employed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what obviously I think with the, when it comes to working hours, when you're self-employed, you, you can work a lot of hours. So, how would you sort of suggest that we we structure our lives so that we don't work so many hours? What What well, I think, yeah, totally. I mean, I mean, I think that there was a fantastic quote, one that I'm a massive fan of, by a guy called Jim Rowan. I'm sure you're very familiar with him. Yeah, yeah. maybe your audiences as well. And Jim Rowan said. Jim, Jim Rowan was Tony Robbins' original coach. He was, he was his coach. Right. And one of the things that he said was that success leaves clues. Okay. And I think that the, the danger that we have today is that we spend way too much time trying to reinvent the wheel when actually everything that we really need is we just need to find somebody that's already achieved the thing that we want. And it's really interesting that you say uh, people who's not, in a position to give us advice often are the ones that give us advice though like they'll tell you this is what i would do if i was you or let's just say you've come into some money and you'll often find friends or family who's got no money saying if i was you this is what i'd do right now <laughs> yeah. you know and, and and so i say with a little bit of tongue-in-cheek you wouldn't 
take advice from somebody telling you to buy a Ferrari because what do they know about getting a Ferrari? They've not got one. And there's nothing wrong with a Ford Escort. You know, again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the car, but you want to find people who's done the things that you are trying to do. They're the best people to learn from because they've already done it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And so often I think you can, you, you sort of spend your time asking so many people almost until you get the answer that you think you want. <laughs> I, you know, like there's yeah. been times I've been asked questions, I've given an answer and I'm thinking, and then, I don't know, somebody will go around the houses and tell me they've spoken to this person and that person. And then you think, well, why did you ask me in the first place? And I might have given them the advice based on my experience in that field. Yeah. And then they've gone and asked so many people who are not oh, even in that field. <laughs> because the answer you've given them is not the one that they want. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I think that that, again, is a conditioned behaviour, you see, because what science has taught us throughout our life is that if you show me how something works, I'll believe you. Yeah. Whereas we we know when we're in business or when we're trying to manifest things and make things become a reality, we have to show it us. You know, yeah. we have to believe it's possible first before we get the result. And it's a very hard shift and transition for a lot of people to get that because they are conditioned to need evidence first. And that's the way that we work as human beings is we are, we're going to ask somebody for advice and we're looking for that, that thing that can show us it's been done already. And once it's been done already, we can have faith and belief that it's possible or being done. So then we can actually then go out there and replicate and do it. Now, if we don't have that belief, if we don't have that certainty, well, if you don't believe that something's possible, how much action do you think you're going to take to actually achieve it? Probably yes. very little. Yeah, you're not very motivated, are you? You're not very you much. See it, you think, I want that, I want a taste of that. Yeah. And the action that you take, yeah. And it, so if you're not very motivated and the action you take is very little, what kind of results do you think you're going to get? Very little. Very little. And, and if you get very little results, guess what that does to your mindset? <laughs> it's not very good. <laughs> not very good. It tells you, actually, you, you were right. You know, maybe yeah. I shouldn't do that. Yeah. And so we find ourselves in this vicious cycle going around and around and around. And, and I think that, the, the real danger there is because we've taken a lot of information from a lot of different people and it almost isolates us because we're waiting, as you rightly said, for the information that resonates the most with ourselves because that's the answer that we want, not the answer that, and, and you know, the, the truth is ugly often. Yeah, 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 if you don't say what people want to hear, they often don't like it, do they? And the truth is, as they say. <laughs> so, I mean, to, to, to answer, to the original question about in terms of how to manage the time effectively yeah i think that we are we are where we are right now in the in the time in space and i don't mean just because of the quarantine situation the the era that we're now in yeah we've never had things so easy Do you know everything's done for us everything's easily accessible we can broadcast a message and be across the entire world instantly um and so we've, we've become very much a society of doers. So we'll just do, we'll do, we'll do, we'll do, we'll do, we'll do. We'll write a to-do list. And some of us who's really organized will probably have a to-do list 
for the to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure you could probably relate to that or you know people who do. I do know people that do. I am the worst person for planning. I have learned, yeah. obviously, that is the way forward and I am a good planner now or mm. I'm a lot better than I used to be. But, sure. yeah, people... I find to-do lists a little bit frustrating. So when people have a to-do list for a to-do list, you can imagine <laughs> I'm even more frustrated. Yeah. But yeah, of course. I do need a little to-do list because it, it structures us a bit more, doesn't it? And it's I sure. find I do get more done when I've got a little bit of structure. And, and you do need that structure, absolutely, 100%. But I think that the problem is, is that, and so what they'll do is they'll just go out there and be busy because being busy makes them feel good. But then they're not and it makes them, and it, Yes, it makes them feel like they're doing something. So the first thing that to, to, for you to really, or for anybody to manage their time effectively, the very first question should be, what's the outcome? Okay. What do I, what do I want to achieve? What's the outcome? Because... If you don't know what it is you're trying to achieve, I mean, if you look at this on a, a life scale, let's say that you reach the end of your life and you live to 90, 100 years old. Well, if you don't know how you want, how can you, how can you determine how to spend your days? Yeah. You don't know what to do on a day-to-day -day basis if you don't know what your life is going to shape out to be. So you need to think about the outcome first. Like, what is it that I want to achieve? Whether that's on a daily basis, a monthly basis, a yearly basis or three to five year basis like what what's the outcome okay and, and it's almost reverse it's almost reverse engineering it's, it's looking at um in fact the, the the fantastic author who's no relation to me actually stephen covey okay he written a, an incredible book called the seven habits of highly oh yeah did you share something on facebook about that or i've seen something recently uh, on People. that book. possibly possibly i mean it's an in fact yeah i did actually it was some who mentioned it as a way actually yeah so oh. it's i mean it's an incredible book there's there's no no relation to myself and well, not that i'm aware of um other than we share this same great hair um <laughs> but but one of the but one of the habits that 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 it talks about is start with the end in mind right and i think that when you are naturally a, what i call it what's a what's known as a red personality type someone who's a an action taker well, it's very hard for you to start with the end in mind because you just want to start. You don't want to wait around. You just want to get going and move. I think yeah, that's me, yeah. yeah. So, I'm, so, I'm an action person, but... Yeah. So, and so for a red personality type, an action person, it's very difficult for them to pull themselves back. As you just said, you, you, you've learned to master that now. Yeah. But initially, it's, it's very challenging to, to be able to do that because we want to just go. But yeah. unless we're running in the right direction or digging the hole in the right place, it doesn't make a difference how hard or fast we work. If it's not in the right place, we're never going to find gold. So, so we've got to have a strategy first to back it up. And so the best way to manage time is to be very clear about what it is that you want to achieve. What's the outcome? Right. Because when, when we don't have that outcome in place, three things is going to happen. If we don't know what we're trying to do, the very first thing that may happen is we'll start trying to find something that's wrong. The pain. We'll look for something that's not happening. It's like business is not growing. Government's not supporting me. I've got no money. No one's buying my product. We're naturally going to, we're going to, we're going to move towards the pain first. And we're going to look for everything that's wrong with it. And if it's not the pain that we go for, the second thing that we'll go for is the pleasure. So it's like, okay, do you know what? This ain't working right now. I need to go and get some chocolate. I'm going to have some cake. 
Oh, that's me as well. Gosh. Oh, <laughs> Cake. <laughs> or we get some chocolate or maybe even a drink sod it i'm getting the wine open i need some wine because what that does is it, it brings pleasure okay. so it, it moves us out of that state that that feeling of this is not working right that makes a lot of sense yeah or the third thing the very the, the kind of final thing is if we haven't been looking for pain or pleasure we then become controlled by other people's demands. So it's like, okay, what do other people need? I need this now, John, and I've got to have that today, and that's urgent, and this is urgent. And then everyone else's urgent things take priority over the things that's important to you. Right. Ah, I think I'm going to have to read this book, because this, uh, yeah. this does resonate with me quite a bit, actually. Well, this is, I mean, this is, this is not out of the book. This is just, this is just oh, the right, stuff okay. that I teach people in terms of, yeah. Uh, this is just stuff I talk to people about in terms of how they can manage the time effectively. And, and I think that if you think about it, realistically speaking, if you're constantly looking for things that's wrong, if you're looking for the pain, or if you're constantly trying to cheat yourself and trying to find pleasure, or you're being controlled by other people, is it any wonder that everyone's stressed? No. <laughs> when you put it like that, no. <laughs> everyone's stressed because they want to be doing their, their things but they don't know what their things are, so they're getting pulled here, there, and everywhere, and they're not having time to do their things, but they don't know what it is, so it just leaves them overwhelmed and frustrated and stressed. Yeah. Wow. So, so it, yeah. So it really comes down to knowing, really, the first thing is, is knowing the outcome. You know, what is it that you want to achieve? Because like, when you know what that is, and focus is power. Like, focus is real power. When you can focus in on something, and, and, and take control of it, then you've got power. You've got power over the things. And you've got to think about time in terms of how that time's then used. We've all done something that's fun. Like you've done things that's fun that you really enjoy doing, whether that is, you know, getting into your marketing for your business, work, working on your programs, helping somebody, coaching somebody there. That's fun. And you look at your watch and you think, bloody hell, where's that last two hours gone? Yeah, true. Yeah. But then there's other times when things aren't fun and you look at your clock and you think bloody hell I think I, I thought I'd been doing this for half an hour it's only five minutes yeah yeah and then you look again thinking surely half an hour now <laughs> two minutes later what's going on so time is a bit, bit of a vacuum it's depending on how you're feeling towards it so for a lot of people trying to manage time which is ultimately what we're talking about now is time management for a lot of people to try and manage time it's going to be always challenging for them because we know that Good things go fast, bad things go slow. And unfortunately, part of business is doing some of the bad stuff. In fact, a lot of business is doing some of the bad stuff. So you've got to do the, you've got to, you've got to do the bad because without the bad, you can't appreciate the good. Yeah. There's a polarity shift going on. Yeah. So, so like, and it's, it's same with the income. You know, this is something I shared the other week is that you can't appreciate a good payday unless you've had a bad payday. Mm, yeah. and, and it's just one of the natural laws of the universe is... is Everything has an opposite. You know, you can't have a good day without a bad day. You can't be, you know, unless you've had a bad partner. You can't appreciate a good business day unless you've had a bad business. Like a book's got a start and a finish. We've got an up and a down, a left and a right. Like everything has an opposite. And so we can't allow that frustration when we've got a bad day or a bad financial situation to be the thing that's steering you out of control. So time really is just emotion. So it's not about managing time. It's about, a man about managing emotion. Yeah. 
And, and when you can start to manage, manage the emotion, everything becomes more enjoyable. Oh, when you think about it like that, it's quite obvious, but you don't, I've often referred to myself as a bit of an emotional eater because I do, mm -hmm. if I'm, uh, if I'm sort of in the middle of something and, and I actually weirdly like all of the working on the business stuff. However, yeah. sometimes things are difficult and, or I don't understand it. And then I'll try and work through it. And I'm just like, Oh, I need food. I can't think. <laughs> and then I go off and I go and get food. But maybe... Maybe I didn't need the food. Maybe I just, maybe a five-minute would have been beneficial. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and, and, and there's, there's lots of techniques to do that as well. I mean, there's a vlog on, oh, probably about four years ago now, a technique called the Pomodoro technique. Right. And, and so the idea behind the Pomodoro technique is that you set a stopwatch or an alarm on your phone. There's actually an app that you can get from the app store as well called Pomodoro Timer. And basically you set a, a, you set a timer for 20 minutes yeah. And for 20 minutes, you work purely just on one thing. Excuse me. You don't get distracted by social media. You don't get distracted by emails. Nobody can come and speak to you. You're off bounds. You, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of off grid. Just for 20 minutes, just 20 minutes, and then your alarm goes off. And what that allows you to do is to get up and stretch your legs, go for a walk, make a coffee, and you've got four minutes to burn to be able to just get some headspace back again. And then you do it again and you repeat this process three times and then take an hour break. Oh. And then do it again. And, and it's been proven to really increase productivity because it's focused, like really kind of focused 20 minutes times. Now, you've got to understand yourself, Joe. For some people that might not work, but I, I think that anyone that's prepared to test it, will stick, will, they'll see that there's a lot of gains to be had from that as well. It's good. It's called the Pomodoro Technique. Pomodoro technique. I like that because I often I get so engrossed in what I'm doing. I could, like you just said, hours can go by and I don't even realise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I suppose then you are losing a bit of momentum because you're so, you know, like, I don't know, your eyes and my eyes have gone blurred because I've been non-stop. But maybe sure. if you just get up and, you know, I, I always think I don't want to get up yet. I'm in the middle of it. I'm in the zone. I don't want to get up. But I suppose, mm -hmm. again, that's about um some discipline isn't it like so i suppose time discipline. almost comes back to a bit of discipline maybe D disciplines i mean discipline is hugely important I, I think that because i think that there's a lot of push about being motivated isn't there motivated let's watch a video in the morning and get jacked up and yeah. let's own the day and, and do you know what there's definitely a place for that and that yeah. definitely works I Creation gets that. you started <laughs> yeah no, it, and listen, it works. It's so good. It really is good. But that's only part of the puzzle because oh, the motivation gets you started. That gets you started. It's the discipline that gets you finished. Oh, yeah. That's the real thing there. Motivation gets you started. Discipline gets you finished. And then yeah. you quite easily like dive down if you don't, like say. Well, motivation. Yeah. It's up and down motivation. You'd be really peaking and then it's like, oh. And then so you need another you need another pick-me-up. Let's watch another video. Let's listen to another podcast. Let's watch another show. It's like, whoa, I'm jacked up again. I'm firing. Let's go. And, and if you spent all your time just up and down, up and down, when, when really all you can do is, like the better way would be to learn how to discipline yourself. Oh, I feel like I'm having a therapy session here because I feel like I'm just talking <laughs> <to> myself. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, one, one of the things that I did is that, that I've actually built a framework that, that I use for myself and I introduce it to my clients for managing not just the time, but it's really effective for the goals as well. So people that's okay. looking at setting goals. Yeah. And I call, I call it, I call it ARC. And it's basically an acronym that I've created. And so the A represents achieve. So the very first question that you should ask yourself in terms of when you're planning your day or planning your goals, A, what do I want to achieve? Because again, as we said right at the start, most people can tell you what they don't want. Well, I don't want it to look like that and I don't want it in that color and I don't want it to be that size and I don't want this and I don't want that. But what we really need to do is dial in and find out what is it that they want to achieve? What's the outcome? What is it that you really want from this? And then once we realize what that is, the next letter, the R, the reason. Why is it that you want this? What's the reason for wanting to achieve this? Because if it's just for the sake of looking good in front of people or to, you know, like the amount of people that live in this Instagram life where everything's perfect and filtered, you know, it's just so false, isn't it? And so if your reason, oh God, if your reason is to, to look rich like that's not the real game is it you know the idea is to be rich not look rich and looking rich is no good yeah, right? I, I want to be rich <laughs> so it's like what's the reason what's the what's the thing in your chest you know, the thing that's going to really drive you to be disciplined and be motivated, motivated at the same time you know when you can put that together motivation and discipline that's real that's a fire in your belly that you'll you'll run through walls to get to your goal. Yeah. To finish the task at hand. And then the final thing is then see, create. And this is where a lot of people get unstuck with tasks and projects and goals, is that they sometimes have the clarity, they know what they want. The reason needs a little bit of work, but they're kind of there, but they don't know what to do because, again, they're waiting for somebody else to tell them what to do. They want somebody else to tell them the the, the path that they should take or the footsteps that they need to follow. They don't have the... Yeah, and and again, the reason is that they don't have the confidence, they don't have the certainty because they've not done it themselves before. So the easiest way for you to create some level of certainty is by breaking it down into small steps. And the, 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 what I often say with the ARC framework is if you can break it into three steps that you can take immediately. So it doesn't have small little things that's going to move you towards what you're trying to do. And what that creates is momentum. And then once you have momentum, you'll find like, have you ever built a, a snowman and, and you start with a little ball on the floor and you roll it and it gets bigger and it gets bigger and it gets big. You've got momentum, haven't you, to keep it going. Yeah. Have you ever stopped and then tried to get it going again? Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's hard work. It's yeah. hard work if impossible, if not impossible. And so the idea behind breaking things down is it becomes then, it gets momentum behind it. So it starts you moving towards the things that you want and you keep on going and keep on going and keep on going. And, and that's what the arc, the, the arc framework really represents is that you get the right outcome in mind. So what it is that you want to achieve? You've got the desire and the burning drive to pull you towards it. And you've got three instant actionable steps that's going to allow you to move towards it. And we know that there's a, there's a famous saying, and I forget who this one is actually the quote, but one of the quotes is that if you don't have a plan for your life, you'll end up part of somebody else's plan. 
and guess what they and guess what they've got in line for you not very much yeah they need you not to help them don't they <laughs> yeah yeah and and so this allows you to take control so that there's no frustration there's no stress you're moving towards the thing that you want you're in control and there's momentum that's driving you as well i like it very simple but it just gives you just a straightforward plan really to put together mm. doesn't it? it it certainly does makes so much sense it does and, and I think that's the thing is that we don't, again, like we said right at the start, we don't have to try and reinvent the wheel. If we can have a simple frame, we know the thing that's, that's baking it, that's you know, the thing that's behind it, the outcome that we're trying to achieve, then we'll stay focused on the things that we want because, like I just said, then focus is real power. Yeah. It, it's so easy to lose your focus as well isn't it it is so easy like you say oh i need a drink or i need some food or such and such as uh, or something's pinged up on your phone or you're on your computer and you it's just pinged up something you think, oh i'll just message them um and then before you know it you've got distracted by four other things and you've totally lost your focus so it's exactly you've got really it. very all, easy i mean yeah and and especially now and i think that there was some research I'm paraphrasing slightly, but I'm sure the research said something like uh, the average person now gets interrupted every 16 minutes. Oh. And it takes them almost half an hour to get realigned and focused back on the task that they were doing. Wow. It, it is hard, isn't it? Because I, like I said, I get in the zone and then if I get distracted, I think, oh, I'll, I'll just do this for them. It'll be all right. It'll only take me two minutes. And it does only take two minutes, but then trying to get that zone back... It's yeah. so hard, isn't it? Um, it's it's very challenging. They call it don't, that, that zone is um, it's a wonderful book, and it's about. I'm just trying to think of the title now. Um, it's something I forget the title, but it's something about activating Superman or something like that, or you know, okay. being, oh, being getting out your Superman. What it's about is how get how they get into flow, what we know as the zone, and they call it flow. And it's when you're like operating at like your peak state with complete like laser-like focus on the thing that you're doing, and they call it flow. It's wow. it's really interesting. Yeah, it sounds it. I uh, I might have to. I'll I'll try and find that then. Or between us, we can try and find that, and I can share. I'll, I'll dig out the name. I'll dig out the name, and I'll um, I'll let you know what it is. It's oh. a fantastic book, though. But I mean, like flow. There's loads of research in in flow. I mean, that if you go to any of the TED talks, if you like, just type in TED talk. Um, flow, F L O W. There's 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 a few different people that's talked about flow, right? Um, and and why it's really quite quite groundbreaking when you can activate it and get into that space. As you say, like you get focused in, you lose track of time, and you're just on it. Yeah. Oh. it's like something I always say to people um, some of my clients like in the morning I say don't look at your phone straight away or have everything off if you've got your motivational videos or your, whatever your podcast that you're listening to on your walk or anything like that as part of your routine I always say like don't don't check your emails don't check Facebook don't check you know all those little distractions because before you know it you've let that outside world come into your world before you've even had a chance to think about your day so I guess it's stuff like that, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. It, I mean, like I, I, I do a, a, a morning ritual that I've been doing now for maybe five or six years. I can't, right. maybe longer. I can't remember what it is. And so I, I, I get up early. I'm an early start. I'm up at five thirty. Um, so I get an early start, 
And the first thing that we do is when we get up, we'll do a workout. So we'll do a cardio, like a, a HIIT workout, a high intensity workout. <laughs> the very first thing we'll do, first thing. After that, we have breakfast, myself and my wife, we have breakfast together. And then what we'll do after that is we'll then meditate. So we'll do 10 minutes meditation. We'll take the dog for a walk, we'll read. So we'll, we'll read something for around 20 minutes. Yeah. And we'll do all that first before anything else in that day starts. And, and what that really does is it just gives you, if you can't find that bit of time and carve out that time for yourself in the morning, you, you, you know, the recipe that you're using is clearly wrong. Yeah. You know, you're going to end up with a pancake rather than a Victoria sponge. <laughs> Which is never good. <laughs> Unless you want the pancake. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Which ties back to the outcome. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so it's really good, like, to start your day on your best foot. And again, if that is putting on some inspiration, whether it's music, I mean, music's powerful. Yeah. Well, you know yourself, there's certain songs, you'll put a certain song on and your tears. Yeah. It reminds you of something that's really pulling on your emotion, emotions. Or you put another song on and it's like, oh my God, I just want to dance. And you want to jump around and you just feel alive again. Yeah. And, and, and absolutely, like, if you, like, why would you not want to start your day? And that, if that's a video, if that's an inspiring video or something like that, then whatever you need to, to start the ritual for your day is a good way. Yeah. Um, I was uh, I was speaking to a friend this morning and um, we're like a bit accountability partners so um, she goes running and we're, we're sort of like just checking so I've been running this morning just to make it's like you're going together but you're not going together obviously in this current time and uh, she hurt her back the other day so she's not been for a couple of days so we knew she was having some time off anyway this morning I spoke to her and she said that she's uh, you know, she's found a mood change because she hasn't been able to go um, mm. running or doing her, sticking to her morning routine that she does to set a day up. Um, she's not done it and she's found her focus has changed. She's been sort of a bit, you know, uh, I don't want to say moody, but you know, like you, you can tell yeah, her and she's not yeah. being herself. Sure. Um, and it, so it can have a, a real impact on your mindset, can't it? And on your day, if you don't Massive. start off well. <laughs> Um, uh, and, and I think again, like we don't realize how how important the mindset really is. Like to to keep you focused and disciplined and inspired and driven and motivated, you, 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 the mindset's got to be got to be right. And 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 that's why I say like the, the the real key to being in control of the way that you manage your time is by making sure that you always focus on what the outcome is that you want to achieve. Because if you're just going to do the activity for the sake of doing the activity, it's very easy for you to think, do you know what, sod this, don't like it, I want, uh, everything's wrong. And like we said at the start, you're going to find the pain, you're going to find the pleasure, you're going to be you know, controlled by everybody else. Yeah. And, and, and so we have to constantly look at what, what's the best way to change? How do we improve? How do we upgrade? Like you, you look at your phone, you get a new phone comes out every single year. Yeah. Every year a new phone comes out. Every week... You need to upgrade the apps. Oh, I know. <laughs> Every time I have a new update's needed. I've only did it yesterday. What? And then twice a year, yeah, twice or once, once or maybe twice a year, it's like you need to upgrade the software. The iOS needs upgrading again. And then there's a new phone out again. And then it, but how often do we upgrade our software? Oh, yeah. How often do we give ourselves a, an upgrade? So change is... is not about your ability it's 
it's more about the things that drive you. And if you can find things that, that can drive you, you're prepared to be better. You're prepared to learn more because you want to achieve more and you want to get more and have more, whether that is um, financial or whether that is because of different driving forces behind it. Maybe you want to help people. Maybe you want to, you know, inspire people, help them get out of their way, whether it, it could be money, like whatever it is. There's a, there's a, there's a, that's where change really happens when you're finding the driving thing, the heart, you know, the heart of it, the reason. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the, so basically the key to sort of like good time management is having a good mindset as well, really, because to give you that discipline, give you that focus. And I guess in the current climate that we're in with the lockdown and the quarantine, uh, I often do talk about mindset and I think yeah. people think I'm, I'm bonkers because I'm always going on about not just being positive, but you know, like, like you said, feeding your mind. Um, yeah. And I suppose it is that, again, discipline, because if you've got a good mindset, when something like this is happening in the world, then it mm. still helps you focus on, on what you need yeah. to do, on managing what's happening. Um, and still, 100%. yeah, because it's obviously we've got a business and we've got our personal life. And we've got, to <laughs> we've got to do all. We've got to do a lot of things, yeah. I, well, what you're talking about there, I, I call that personal power. Oh, okay. It's having personal power. And, do you know, the amount of books I've read over the years, I mean, I've got a library full of books in here, and I've got numerous on Audible and, and everywhere, do you know, e-books and everything. Yeah. And, do you know, the amount of books that I've read that says the key to success is setting goals and then there's another book saying no 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 the key to success <laughs> is time management and then the next one's like no 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 the key to success is sales and then the next one no it's not it's marketing no it's not it's it's mindset no it's not it's it's this it's this it's this the amount of books that's out there saying this is the key to success which is <laughs> a lot to absorb yeah when in reality the real key to success is personal power Ooh, everything that wow. you've just said there everything you've just said there that's the key to success it's the discipline it's the drive it's that it's the control it's the focus it's that personal power that you've got that's really the key to success for anybody yeah i like that personal power yeah personal power because <laughs> i am a bit crazy i do feel like um yeah, I know, i'm just visualizing myself with like you know like a superman outfit on with a big p on the front and i feel like anyway that's another conversation <laughs> that's just me <laughs> and i'm literally seeing it now and i'm like yeah personal power i like that um i like to like this exactly that <laughs> There's, do, you, do, do you know what though, Louisa? There's, there's, I did again. This is a blog I wrote about this again, probably a few years ago. Okay. Um, and they, they call it power posing. Right. Oh yeah. This has actually been researched. It's true. And and the idea is a power pose. So this is this is considered a power pose. Right. Or or something like this. Okay. These are these are considered power poses. And what the research actually this is there's a TED talk again. You Google TED Talk power pose. Right. There's a lot. There's you'll find it on there. And there's a woman who's done a load of research into this. And what happens is, is if you spend literally just a, I think it was 60 seconds, in a power pose like this before you're about to do something that's tasking, whether it is confrontational, whether it's something that's a bit daring, or something that would usually make you feel uncomfortable. If you do a power pose for literally 60 seconds. What it does is it, it, it changes the 
chemicals in our body and it gives us more confidence it makes us more risk aware uh, uh, sorry, and it allows you to be able to do things that you once thought was a little bit more challenging and they call it power pausing it's really good that's it then i'm going to be sitting in front of that mirror later giving <laughs> myself all this <laughs> that's it so go yeah that's it go and put your superman suit on with your power pause and away you go i will I will do that. Um, you often see people's pictures actually, sorry this is just digressing a bit, but you do, I, always, I see a lot of people's pictures and they're all like this or like this as a power pose, I, yeah. I guess now you're saying that, but I actually, obviously for how it makes you feel as a person, I think that's amazing and I will definitely be trying it, um, but you know like on a picture when you see somebody, like a business owner and they're like this, so I don't always find it um, I don't know, empowering. I find it a bit sure. like a, almost a bit standoffish. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's just yeah. a, a total. No, fact. but, I, but, but I, and I get that. I totally understand that. And I think that, again, what that comes back to is one of the things you said right at the start, which is, uh, or it might, in fact, I don't know if you said it, we might have said this off camera actually, but one of the things we said right at the start was about getting real clarity over your audience. Yes. You know, because like, if that's going to, if that's going to rub people the wrong way up, yeah. You know, and, and they're going to be put off by you, then the, the likelihood is everything that you do is probably going to put them off. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, so you, you're just not the right audience for that person. And that's probably the reality behind it. And I think there's a, again, there's a, there's a, a quote somewhere. I don't know who it is. I actually really dislike this quote, really, but it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and, and the quote says that attracts your tribe. Okay. And, and, and I hate saying it. It almost gives me, it almost gives me teeth like toothache thinking about it <laughs> it's that it's that cheesy and tacky but but, but it just but so true like your vibe really does attract your tribe and i think that that is so true is that if you can be the most authentic version of you and hold nothing you know don't say that you're one type of person and act something completely different that's going to cause a lot of internal issues later on do you know for you yeah if you can be the authentic version of you, you'll attract the right kind of people towards you. And everyone else that doesn't, well, you'll repel them. Fair enough. And I guess for us as um, salon owners, we want to attract, we need to let our personality out because I think that's what people come in for. Because um, obviously you're not going to sit there and have a treatment done by anybody who yeah. you don't like. <laughs> so sure. it's quite important. Yeah. I suppose in, in many ways, like like people coming to you guys, it's, it's a bit like therapy in many ways. You know, they, they're allowed to sound off and talk to you. And yeah. Express. We and really do, be able to share that with you. Oh, yeah. We do hear a lot of things that we possibly shouldn't hear. And we do <laughs> take a lot on. Um, but we, you're building relationships. And I know every business is about building relationships, but... I think definitely in the uh, the salon side, we really are building that like personal one-to-one -one relationship. Um, yeah. But I know we've jumped from time management, but just thinking back to time management, that is a massive part of our job in itself. But you've got to have that relationship with clients, and you sort of you're managing everything, you know, in one in one go. There, so you've got to have your look. Well, You've got to appeal to people and, and you've got to be on time. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, yeah. you're just going to feed off. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, yeah, totally. And I, I mean, just coming back to what you just said then, you've got to have the look. Do you know, <laughs> like, 
what we what I said earlier about taking advice from someone in a Ford Escort if you wanted to buy a Ferrari. So would you take advice over someone in, in the beauty industry if they didn't take pride in their appearance? Yeah, true. Maybe you, do you know what I mean? Like, like if you're going for someone to, to talk to you about how to have wonderful skin, then I'd hope that they'd have wonderful skin themselves. Yeah. You know, or if I'm going to take advice from someone about how to have a flowing lock of hair, you wouldn't come to a bald guy. You know? <laughs> Hopefully you wouldn't speak to a bald guy. Uh, Unless that guy was a very highly skilled technician and practitioner in being a, a flock of beauty with hair. Do you know what though? I used to have an amazing hairdresser and he was bald. And it's not exactly, yeah. um, you know, uh, because you didn't look after your hair, is it? So <laughs> you can be let off for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying like unless they are really highly competent in that space yeah then then listen you know we we're often told not to judge a book by its cover but let's let's call a spade a spade you know we all do yeah everybody will book will judge a book by its cover we all do that we all do it so if we know that that's the case then we've got to be able to utilize the rules that we've been given yeah and especially in our job, um, I think people, you are, uh, I don't know if judged is the right word because we definitely don't judge in our salon, but I think the customers coming in can judge because they judge whether they like the space, they like what, what space they're in and whether yeah. they're actually feeling comfortable there because at the end of yeah. the day, that's their time that they're giving up. That's where they're spending. Where, isn't it? Yes. So it does yeah. all play yeah. to And they're paying. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yes. I, I remember a story and it's it, like, I, 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 I remember telling this story to my mom years ago and my mom, God bless her, she's an amazing mom, she's wonderful and I don't know whether it's an age thing but she's negative, like oh, yeah. super negative, I don't know if that's just an age thing and I don't think she even realises how negative she is but she thrives on it, she's, she'd rather tell you the bad news rather than tell you the good news. <laughs> more exciting people love that. it don't they because <laughs> you're just yeah. bragging if you're saying good news people just think oh you're just bragging yeah. whereas exactly. I, I quite like good news so <laughs> yeah. yeah but but she, she she loves telling the negativity first so, and then it's like mom I don't want to know about that tell me something good that's happened <laughs> but I, I remember telling her a story a long time ago about prejudging people and, and the story was is that you've got you've got two people walking down the, down the street on either side one guy is dressed with scruffy jeans all ripped dirty mucky stained vest long scruffy hair stubble looks really dirty the other side of the road you've got the guy suited booted shirt and a tie highly polished shoe shoes cufflinks what's your opinion on these two people what's the what, tell me about the guy in the suit she's like well obviously the business guy looks like he's successful you know good character and what about the other guy? Wears a bit of a bum. You know, he don't really take much care in his appearance. He's a bit of a probably probably a lower back, a layabout. Maybe he signs on benefits, whatever it may be. And I said, well, the reality is that the guy who's scruffy is Mick Jagger. He's a multi-millionaire. The guy with the suit and the polished shoes has just come back from being in court for armed robbery. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 the funny thing is, I. I hear her telling that story, prejudge. Whether that's consciously or subconsciously, we will all prejudge. Whether, like the minute someone walks into your salon, as you just said, they'll make a decision based on how it looks, yeah. the way it smells, the people that's in there, the way that you greet them. All these things will make a huge 
um, opinion for them in terms of what their, their thoughts are, their opinion about the place, about you as, as a whole? Absolutely. And then if you run late as well, that's, uh, you know, all on time, that can have another vibe. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It changes everything. It changes everything. And, and what's the saying? You don't get a second chance to make a first impression. True, true. And it's, uh, it can be hard, can't it? But, um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I love stuff like that. And I love looking at all these things, like how we're talking about it. I just, I think everything... You, you focus on one side of things like when you're working on your business so to speak or on your own life you focus on say time management but then you yeah. don't realize how all those other bits so when they're saying create success and you have this 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 is the way forward but actually they all play their parts in so many different ways of course and like you said and then you get your your power your personal power when you, you get, get them all right <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's important to listen to feedback, do you know? And, and I don't mean necessarily feedback from other people. I mean, in terms of the feedback from results that you're getting, do you know, this is, this is really key. And I think that I had a conversation with somebody a couple of months ago before all this started and, and they were feeling the financial pinch a little bit. And I said to him, listen, you've not woke up this morning in, in, a, in a financial tight situation. You've seen this coming for months. You've just chose to ignore it. Yeah. Like you don't you don't you don't wake up in a mountain load of debt. It happens over a period of time. And you've got to be able to look for the feedback, listen to what's going on, see and spend time. Don't bury your head. You can see this happening. And likewise, success works the same way. You don't wake up one morning successful. You wake up one morning successful because of the things that you've done over a period and stacked up. And so it's really important that we we, we pay attention to this feedback as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with that because it's so easy just to sort of like ignore something or think, oh, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. Um, and and I think you can sometimes mistake that attitude for almost being positive, but it's yeah. not that. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's naive. <laughs> it's called being naive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've got to be aware of even the negatives and and when yeah. things are happening, like like at the minute things are happening. I guess you know it's trying to see the positives acknowledge what's happening but almost like think right what can i do what things can i put in place for when we reopen or almost can you get a sideline to your business and then how you can manage all of that there's so many different avenues that you could do if if you wanted to uh, absolutely and i mean like like one of the things you were saying earlier on when you were looking on my website one of the things that that i've kind of really trying to help people with at the minute is how they can build the first online course so important right now for people to as you just said is to have that transition where they have a sideline or something else that they can work on and i think that with the exception for a very very few very few in fact businesses there's an online course for everybody out there do you know teach them how to do something show them the experience even whether it's massages show them the techniques they can do themselves whether it's food and nutrition whether it's you know coaching tips and whatever there is yeah. there's a there's an opportunity for everybody to move in again one of the things the way i've transitioned slightly in this in these challenging times is that i've put together some free courses for people to help them transition online and, and do you know, like build the first online course so it's important that we all do this yes yeah we've got to find that that transition i think so many people again are very in the head or can be very yeah. in the head instead of thinking of a, a sideline and maybe it could actually change the way that you run your business and 
and yeah. I think that's amazing and I will share your website in the comments as well I appreciate it yeah thank you right with you um, of course it is absolutely I appreciate that yeah because then people get in touch and they can have a look at your online course or like your ebooks and stuff like that that you've got sure. um and I think it does us good to feed ourselves with lots of information chat to different people and you can take a lot away from a lot of different people and again the you feedback <laughs> you need to yeah. pay attention and, and 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 as you just said, like right, like rightly so, is that the person that stood like this on the photos or in the power shots, or whatever it is, might rub you up the wrong way. Some people might find themselves drawn towards that. So again, like like I think that we we spend as people we spend way 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 too much time agonising and worrying about what other people think of us. Yeah. Oh well, if they, what if I post that? Are they going to think this? Are they going to do? And and the amount of time we spend worrying and stressing and agonising, when in reality, sorry to disappoint anyone, but most people don't think about you nowhere near <laughs> the amount of times you think they do. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. They're probably thinking themselves like, how am I going to get to Tesco's? I need yeah, some toilet rolls or whatever it may be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I also, I think uh, you're right there, but it's that saying again, isn't it? That you can't please everybody all of the time. So some people will see your post and they will actually yeah. quite like it. And then other people will see it and think, ooh. <laughs> so it's just how it goes, isn't it? The joys yeah. of business yeah. and being personal life. So it's just exactly. how it is. And it's, it is how it is. I mean, like, you, you know yourself, you, you get a room full of people. Let's say you've got 20 people in a room and all these people are looking at you. And from them 20 people, five decide that they don't like you. Where do you focus your attention? Yeah, you should on be those, others. Yeah, yeah. But you focus all your attention on the five because they don't like you and you're thinking, oh, I want to be loved by everybody. Yeah, you but you've got 15 oh, people who, yeah. <laughs> and you spend all that extra effort and energy trying to win the five over rather than actually satisfying the 15 who's already loving you and respecting you. Yeah. It's so true that we, we can all do that, can't we? So, but always, oh, but I know we could talk forever about all the different aspects. So, just for today, um, what top tip would you uh, leave us with today um, to okay. manage our time better? Um, not just in the current cli uh, like crisis climate that we're in, but just in general. Sure. Um, in general. So, just to, to go back to the start, the outcome really think about what it is that you want to achieve. Don't fall foul of based business where you, all you're doing is just doing activity after activity after activity hoping that something's going to work you know get a really clear plan that like what is it that we want to uh, get what's the outcome and then link that outcome to key results so what key results do i need to get in order to move towards this outcome and then key results will tell you what activity you need to do so where most people they'll start with the activity and they'll think, well, I'll do some social media posts, I'll do some emails, I'll do some videos, I'll do some blogs, I'll network, I'll do some referrals. Like They'll do all this kind of stuff because they're seeing everybody else doing it, but they don't realise that that needs to be backed up to something else. Yeah. So that's, that, should, that should be the thing that you do last. So start with the end in mind. And, and one of the phrases that I often say to people is, when do you think it's the best time to build a house? Okay. And the best time to build a house finished. The best time to build a house is once it's finished. And what I mean by that is that if you look at any builder that's building houses, they don't lay a, 
or start building the foundation until they've got a blueprint that tells them exactly how it needs to look. Yeah. So the best, so, so the best tip I can say is build your blueprint. Think of what the outcome is that you want and then decide what activity you need to do after. Like it. So we need to get building blueprints. Building blueprints. <laughs> yep. Definitely yeah. so. Excellent. I love it. Um, oh, thank you so much for coming on, John. I feel like I feel like I've learned loads about myself. I've had a therapy <laughs> session. <laughs> it's been brilliant. It's been so good.